Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, sit down with people from all walks of life, movers and shakers, a lot of comedians so far, and I have some drinks and we talk about what's going on in the world, talk about what's going on in their lives, and uh, we just get silly, just like any conversation you have at a bar or a pub. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Kilgallen, uh, give me a like on Facebook, uh, the, subscribe to us on iTunes, give us a review, it goes a long way, it really helps you know, get you up the rankings there, so I really appreciate that. Uh, before I get into my interview today, and I'm very excited about this one. I got to address a couple things from the last podcast. Uh, it got crazy. Those of you who listen know that there was a lot of yelling. And um, so, yeah, I want to apologize uh, to Tessa uh, Orzak, who was on the podcast, and to Jonah Jerkins, because I got a little, I was an asshole. Um, I think I was right in a lot of ways, <laughs> but I was a bit of an asshole. Uh, Tessa and I made up, in case you guys are wondering. I, I messaged her the next day. Which is common. If you're a drinker out there, you've had those nights where the next day you have to be like, ah, shit. You just kind of wake up in the morning, you got that little bit of a hangover headache, and you're like, damn it. I got some apologies to make. I made those apologies. Everyone's cool. At least I hope we are. I think we're cool, though. And um, yeah, got a little nutty. I know a few people are like, is that what the podcast can be? You're just screaming at people? Like, no, that was not my intention. But I tried to read my favorite conversations I have with people usually involve alcohol, and they usually are at bars. I think bars are a fun place to talk to people. And it starts off, you know, like every podcast we've done, you kind of t- start off talking about some silly nonsense, and then you get into some serious stuff, and then people end up getting mad. I learned that I should not drink on an empty stomach, in particular whiskey, because I get angry on whiskey. Uh, I'm going to hold that thought while I introduce my first guest, because I want to get her take on that. My first guest. Like, I'm a talk show, and I got multiple guests. My guest for the podcast. I've wanted to get her on a few episodes now. This is a very old friend of mine. Not old in age, but old as in, what do you think, eight years we've known each other? Yeah, eight years. Eight or nine years. Uh, this is uh, the, the awesome Amber James is joining the podcast. Woo, yeah, right? Hi, guys. This is the first podcast you've ever done. First podcast. You're going to be great. Look at you. You're right. holding the mic. You're sitting there with a glass of red. It's the best. You're killing it. And yeah. I think you're killing it in a lot of ways, and we'll get into that. Uh, you and I met while you were working at Timothy O'Toole's Pub. Yes, I was a server, probably wearing hardly anything. No, not <laughs> you. No, I remember Amber, I don't want to sound cheesy, but like all the guys had a crush on you. Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah that sounds fun, right? I was the hottest bartender. Yeah, there you go. Hottest server, I should say. So I remember, though, I felt like we never saw each other. We were just missing each other the first few weeks the show started there. Mm-hmm. Because people were like, damn, I was really hoping to get Amber on the podcast. And I don't know if you know this, actually. I was bringing this up to someone a couple days ago. I'll just I'll bring it out. Comedian Danny Callis. Uh, he asked who was going to be on the podcast this week, and I go, oh, I've got Amber. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. I've been wanting to get non-comedians on and people who are fun and in, fun to drink with because I've always had a good time yes, drinking with you. Always. And, hell yeah. And, and you go on adventures. That's what I like about you. You go on <laughs> an, an adventures. So he, we were talking, and someone was asking, who's Amber? Like another comedian that you wouldn't know, so it doesn't matter. And Danny said, listen, dude. You know how Danny Kals talks? He's got yeah. that like Chicago-Italian accent. He's like, dude, listen. This broad is so, and he, he calls everyone broad, so it's not even a negative. That's just, he calls his mama broad. He goes, this broad is so hot, dude. When we had our album recording at CYSK, at Timothy O'Toole's CYSK album recording, you guys could find it on iTunes, comedians, you should know. He told the managers that he didn't want you working the show. What? Yes, because he said you're too distracting. No. I swear to God, he's going to get mad at me that I brought this up. But it's too, it's too juicy and good not to tell on a podcast. <laughs> So he's probably going to get mad at me for that one. But no, for real. Because you'd worked it a few times. Yeah. I think you and Dustin, you and Dan switching off. Right. Yeah. I was always, yeah. It was and just to give the there. listeners a heads up, your super cute dog, Oreo, Oreos is like sniffing here. the Sorry. mic and is so happy. Because oh you've been out of town. Don't bite the mic, Oreo. 
And uh, yeah, it's a cute dog. So the dog's going to bark a little bit in the background, but I think that's fun. I, I like going to bars where you're allowed to bring dogs in. So that's going to view it right now. But yeah, so all those guys were super like Indian. They were like, you haven't seen Amber yet? Oh shit, dude, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember meeting you with Mike Leibovitz at Wingfest. That's oh when we God. first, I think, became friends. Because we were, because yeah, Wingfest was fun. Because well, we were also hammered. Yes, and at noon. That's what was great. There was a wing fest in Chicago. Tailgating. And Timothy O'Toole has some of the best wings in the city. If you're ever in Chicago, hit up Timothy O'Toole's. And I think O'Toole's took like second place that year. And there was just a lot of, I think the Olympics was going on for hockey because I remember checking like the TV in the lobby and then just getting nuts. And it was a good time. I like any time where you could uh, start day drinking and take a bus with a bunch of people. Because it felt like a field trip. It felt felt like like a high school or like a grade school field trip. Because you took the bus from O'Toole's to where the Wing Fest was, which is probably only about a 10-minute drive. <laughs> and then everyone gets loud. And I remember the next year we did it, I took you guys to Buddy Guys to see my uncle's blues band. Do you remember that? Ow, I just got bit. Yes, your dog bit you. Come on. I'm so sorry. No, it's totally right cool. Here, your dog is, is really getting into it. Or he, Look, we'll, we'll tell why the dog misses you. You just got back from Arizona, what, 12 hours ago? Yes, I had my birthday. 33. How does 33. it feel? 33. Feel good? I, I woke up every morning at 7.30. I did, and I ran. You partied to exercised. Yeah. But what, so when you say you wake up, woke up at 7.30, how late were you getting into bed? Well, the first night was like 4 a.m. The second night was like 5 p.m. <laughs> okay. All right. So the 5 p.m. waking up at 7.30, that's a 12 yeah, hours of sleep. Good. All right. I get that. But you were going to bed at 4 and waking up at 7.30 to run? Oh, yeah. That's I determination. To. I had to. You know, Why do you have my to? My 33-year-old body. Oh, stop it now. We're, we're the same age. I'm, I'm going to be 34 in September, so I've got like five or six yeah, months on you, Yeah, but you're like married and have a child. Which is what makes it so I feel so much older than you. Yeah. I don't feel older mentally or more mature because I'm not more mature than you. I'm not more mature than anybody. But I feel like it's true when you're married and have a baby. Well, more the baby part. Marriage doesn't make you feel old. Some people feel that way. It, it, I don't think it does. The baby part is because... I'm still a stand-up comedian, so I'm out every night. Like last night, I was out till about two thirty. Had to wake up with him. He woke up at six thirty today. That's so like my dog. Yeah, but I the nice thing wait. about your dog is that you could kind of just like take your dog out, pees, poos. All right, let's go okay. back inside and pass out. But babies don't go back to sleep after that. You know what I mean? He's well, got to be up for a little the bit. The good thing is about your situation is that you have a wife and I have no one, so I have to still look good. Listen, this is not what this podcast <laughs> is about, okay? We don't need to find you a lover. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of sick fan mail from the pervs who listen to my podcast after we post a picture of what you look like. So I, I was going to ask this, because in the last podcast, it got crazy. We're gonna keep, those of you listening right now, we're going to keep this one to about an hour. The last one, get this shit, Amber, went almost three hours. Because the, the last hour and 15 minutes was or me and, and this comedian Tesla screaming at each other about a bunch of shit. And it just got nutty. We just, and I think it was because of the anger. From, is there any drink that you were like, oh, God, whenever I have that, I act a certain way? It doesn't have to be anger, but whatever emotion, does it make you sad? Do you I, have any drink that you cry easily on? Do you have any drink that you just like... I actually do cry a lot with whiskey. I've been drinking more tequila now. Like, it's an See, upper. Whiskey. Did you know that? I did not know that about tequila. Tequila is an upper. Hot damn. You learned that in Arizona, I take it? No, I learned that. Well, because Arizona is so close to Mexico. Oh, all right. Whiskey, I don't know. There's something emotional about whiskey. Also, the empty stomach thing was stupid. If I, take it, if I could yeah, do it all over that's again. A, that's a rookie move. Well, I walked in and said to Jonah, because we recorded his apartment normally, that hey man I'm starving you got anything to eat and he had like some snacks and I haven't said I'm like dude I will I will if you order a pizza I'll pay for the whole damn thing and we never got around to ordering the pizza and then you know set six drinks later uh, drinking whiskey neat and and then things got 
out of control. Out of control. Out of control. Been there, done that. Ow. We all have. Your dog is biting the shit out of you. I Let's talk about this dog while we're at it. I'm oh, a dog is- lover. You're a dog lover. This is an impulsive buy. No, it's a really cute dog. See, you're playing with the dog now. Your, your dog's three, but it still has this puppy energy. What's yeah, the breed of your dog? She Beagle is mix? a rat terrier mix. So oh, okay. I didn't Google this af- until after I got her and, and I fell in love with her. And rat terriers uh, bite? They are, I think it was like some president had the, like a rat terrier. That's why they get this name. And it's because literally the dog would find like rodents in their house, in the White House, and tear them apart. So that's why they're called a rat terrier. Oh, damn. All right. Because have you ever seen them? So some good Wikipedia knowledge right there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, I like the dog, but it's not biting really. It's playful biting. You ever have that where someone who isn't a dog person is like, oh, it's biting me. And it's like, no, it's fucking gnawing. Shut up. No, she never hurts. No. Oreo. No, it's a good dog. It's got some energy. Yeah, of course. You've been gone for a while. When I, my dog has bad separation anxiety, I'll leave my house. I'll run in my car to get groceries and come back, and she greets me like I've been gone for a week. I can't imagine. I was gone for two weeks, so. So that's pretty. Yeah, you were in Miami and then Arizona. Yes. And by the way, if anyone goes to Miami, stay at the Versace Mansion. It's awesome. (laughs) I like how how you just say that. Like anybody could say that, could just stay there. All right. (laughs) Okay, Amber. By the way, you posted some pictures there. Your Instagram is killer. I suggest everyone follow you on Instagram. You're doing very well with the social media game, as I should say. Is there any parts of it you can't stand, though? Do you ever get like people who are just like, fuck this person? Do you, have to, you ever had to block anybody? Oh, yeah. I have to block people all the time. When they're mean. People, people are, are mean. mean right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but, but I'm just trying to figure who would be mean to you. I mean, I know you as this being this, this sweet person. So, And also, you've been on The Bachelor two seasons and Bachelor in Paradise one season. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll talk about that because I think that's kind of fascinating. I think a lot of peop- that people are big fans of that show. I know. I'm, I get into every other season. I'll get into the season where I'm like, all right, this seems cool. And then if... Bachelors or The Bachelorette? Because <sighs> you like both. all the guys or you both. like all the girls? I like all the girls. So I like The Bachelor better. <laughs> bachelor but if better. the guy... this I'm sorry, this past season, I can't remember what the guy's name oh, was. Oh, Ari. It's a drip. That guy was a Holy drip. Holy mother. Right? He was a dipshit. Oh. I couldn't get into that guy. In my head, I'm like, only in this world would 25 women who look that good be into you. Not that he's a bad looking guy, but come on. like. Honestly, though, it's funny because a lot of the girls, like after the fact, said that he was terrible. Yeah. I mean, I get they got to play the game. The producers are only going to show yeah. the parts that make it look good. The producers aren't going to show the part where all the women are sitting around going, this guy's breast smells. Like, you know, they're not going to show those little yeah. details. I a think most people understand that. that. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, go a ahead. A couple girls that live in Chicago that were on this past season that I've actually met, and they were like, he's the worst bachelor ever. And I'm like, could you even like pretend? And they're like, no. Is he worse than that Juan Pablo guy everyone hated? He got like second place now. Juan Pablo's like old news. Okay. Okay. I think he's like married to like some model. Now. Yeah, that was like four seasons ago now, Juan Pablo, I believe. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we get into The Bachelor and the process that, that it took for you to get on the show and your experiences there, uh, I wanted to stay on the Instagram thing and how people are mean because I don't really see you on Twitter. You know, no. you, you really just tweet like fun pictures. You're very positive. So I've always liked about you. Uh, there are times when I think of you where I think, of all my friends, who's most likely to be singing you know, Disney soundtrack songs right now? Amber James. That's you, right? That's a good thing, though. So what kind of hate do people send your way? Because it's not like you're posting pictures of like, you're not like saying, I've never seen you have like political messages, not that you don't have oh, your no. thoughts, but you're just usually posting pictures like, go bears or whatever, like, you know? Well, it was like mostly after the last season. 
it was i got a lot of um oh, the dog's crying it's cute a lot of negative because of like i said a comment about a certain girl and if she's a fan favorite then then you get bashed uh, of course so, so are these women bashing you or just fanboys or both it was women women it's really funny and so you just have to be like fuck that and block them right yeah or i just ignore them yeah you just i tell my them. mom not to read them that's gotta be tough for a parent yeah I never thought about that. My mom did that exact opposite of what I told her to do. See, she read all of them. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky. Well, my mom, she I had to slow her down because when I first started doing stand up, she was commenting on everything, and she started friend requesting anyone who was a comedian. Mm-hmm. And my friends were like, "Is are you related to this person?" I go, "Oh my god, why was she?" And these were people I don't. I I remember seeing like that. Like you know, back Facebook used to say so and so friend requested this person. Or like became friends with. They would show you that those things on Facebook. Right. Remember that? It's like so-and-so's going to this event. They don't really do that quite as much anymore. But I would see like my mom's name is now friends with like a kind of big name comedian that I'm not even friends with. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, mom- oh, I like comedy. I'm trying to be like, I'm like, stop it. Okay. Because it's going to come back to me. They're going to meet me and then put two and two together where it's like, like your oh, your mom's, mom's that one that's commenting on she's stuff. She's DMing me. Yeah. She means it like in nice ways. Well, she did, I think, DM one person saying, you should have my son open for you or something. Well, I'm like, oh no. my, that's not how this goes. It's so funny. Like they mean well, but they just don't get it. Like I remember my sister being like, why don't you just like email Chelsea lately and be like, hey, I want to be on your show. I'm like, that's not how that works. And this <laughs> is like, I was two years into comedy and that was when that show was like a big deal. You know what I mean? So yeah, I get that. So you really have to tell your parents, don't read that shit. Right. And I, I would d- tell anyone I not to read it. it. That's why I never like, it never bothered me. Well, you're a smart person because I've read like, some hate that people have had toward me. Like I've got some clips on YouTube. Yeah, but those are like your biggest fans. Isn't that weird? Those are the people that are following you. That's Yeah, that's weird. People want to hate. People want to hate. And they'll look for any reason to do it. You ever notice that? That I feel like nowadays, and I know there's a lot going on around in the going you know, on in the world, I should say, that upsets people. I get that. But I still feel like there are people who wake up in the morning thinking, what could I get outraged about today? Yes. 100%. I, you see that and you're like, okay, look, I know things are bad, but sometimes I'm like, that's not that big a deal. You know, like I don't your little joke about like the Yelpers. Oh, thank you for remembering that wonderful bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You talk about Yelp, but you guys could probably look that up. I think actually that was one of the jokes that most people like for the most part, because everyone will find a reason to hate. But that one, I feel like most people like, oh, that's a good joke. So Yelp is that site where everyone could just review shit, and there are people who would review McDonald's. Where I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Where you're taking time out of your day to talk shit about McDonald's? Because Amber loves McDonald's, and I love McDonald's, so no, I don't know. You probably don't eat McDonald's anymore, right? I don't even know where there's a McDonald's at right now in my new neighborhood. Oh, it's right. I was going to say about the one, the one by Wrigley Field's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Damn. Well, who cares? You don't need it. Nah. You got (laughs) some cool little uh, places nearby, so you got no no worries there. All right, well, let's, let's, all right, I'm trying to think which way I want to go with this with you first. Do I want to talk more about The Bachelor? Do I want to talk about... Let's talk about uh, your birthday weekend. You were in Arizona. Was in Arizona. Talking about blacking out. Oh, this is what I wanted to add to your Instagram. You, like, have pictures where I'm like, your buddies must take these for you, right? Because some of them look so professionally done. Well, I just... Do you know, like, tricks? I just found out about portrait mode on my phone. Oh, on your iPhone? Yeah, portrait mode's clutch. But you got to be within, like, eight feet. Yeah, I didn't know about this. Because you tagged yourself in the Versace mansion... And you look like you're wearing lingerie, and you're on this gigantic, like, the biggest bed I've ever seen. That, that, that was beyond a king-size bed. Oh, yes. That's an orgy bed. There was about, there were five girls that slept in that, that night. And probably and comfortably. no one touched each other. 
So what the hell? That's like custom made mm-hmm. bed for. Could you tell us how you got to stay there? Or our friend or my friend. Is his um, last name Versace? I yeah, mean, for God's sakes. Yeah, he's dead, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, one of my friends just called me and he said, hey, do you want to go to Miami? And I said, uh, sure. And then that's it. That's we, a charm life right there. I had to work on Friday. I flew out Saturday morning at 5 a.m., got there, spent the whole day on Sunday, flew back Sunday night, red eye, and then went to work on Monday. So you were in Miami for what? What two was days. it? Two days. Less than 48 it sounded hours. sounded like less than 48 hours. I was in New York City once for less than 48 hours, and this I thought best, that was cool. the best trip, so. Actually, I'll tell you this, because I would love to get your opinion, because what I love about you is you're a diehard Chicago sports fan. Mm. And my trip to New York when I was there for less than 48 hours was during Game 6 and Game 7 of the World Series. So I watched both of the, you know, you know me, I'm obsessed with the Cubs. Yes. Anyone who knows me knows that. I always tell my friends and family, I go, you guys are lucky because I'm the easiest person to shop for. You buy me something with a Cubs logo on it, I'm set. I'm <laughs> happy. I'm a kid on Christmas. The, so the Cubs mean that much to me. Everyone would always ask me, where were you when they won it? And I always tell them I was in New York. I was in it's, Brooklyn and then I partied in Manhattan because it was a, a Cubs bar. Was it a random trip? I had an interview with Bleacher Report. Oh, that's... They were, yeah, no, it was cool. They were... It was for a division they didn't even start. They were starting this new thing where they were going to do like a late night writer's room where they wanted to like get comedians and, and comedy writers, not just comedians, to like create like this like, like late night talk show Conan type vibe mm-hmm. where they were going to start putting out content for like, they were going to call it like their digital creative studio. So to put out like more like sketch work and, and like on the street stuff, like they had us do, if you're going to go to a tailgate, what would you ask tailgaters? What games could you play with tailgaters? So like stuff like that. They wanted writing packets from a lot of people so the fact that i was even got interviewed was great because i had a ton of friends who i think are maybe better writers than me not funnier but better writers there's a difference there's a difference uh you know people can write funny things yeah just give them the ideas that's true exactly good point i feel like i feel with writing sometimes i'm not good with structure Mm -hmm. like i could tell you i'm like no this is an awesome idea but to to lay it out there are some people who are better at that than me i'll admit that you know it's okay no, nah, yeah, I'm fine with it. And um, <laughs> hey, I got the interview. They didn't. So I was, but I got the interview and uh, the interview went great. It was like an hour and a half interview. So I remember thinking, oh, I'm going to hear from them soon. And then even my buddy who, who worked there, who was the one that tipped me off about it, it's a great dude. He uh, was like, oh, you probably won't find out until after Thanksgiving. And then who knows? And then I figured out what it really hurt me was that I thought it was what bonded us. You ever have an interview? They say the key to a good interview is getting the other person to talk about them. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I've heard that. You know? Uh, and I, some family got brought up so I talked about oh my wife's pregnant and then I was like oh and the one guy's like, I got three kids so then I just go oh what's that like what's you know I just got them done and then so I went I had to interview with two other people the two other people I didn't meet with were women one was six months pregnant the other had a six month old baby so, so new mom about to be a mom <laughs> oh I'm about to be a dad hey you know talked about all that we talked about sports a little bit and even when I tried to bring it back to sports because I thought like alright they're going to be wise to this they're going to be like well, we didn't even fucking talk about anything with that dude uh, they would bring it back to family and that. So I kind of thought with me saying, hey, family is the biggest thing to me right now and all this kind of stuff. And I, you know, I want what's best for my son. But it, I thought it made them go, you know what? We can't have this guy move across the country unless we know this is going to be a lock. Right? So, all right, we just took a really cool picture. And I should have got a hair. I was going to get a haircut today. And now I'm looking <laughs> at that picture and I'm like, God no, damn, I should No, my friends that are trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh, cool. They're going to be like, hey, that... That guy looks like Bobby Flay. I get that shit all the time. But no, so that's why I was in there for, for the Bleach Report, and I'm not even going to knock the website. It's still a good website. So you guys are fans of Bleach Report. That's cool. I, I still would like, I had great ideas. I think what I'm more bummed about, even though I would have had to have gone from LA to New York, 
with a, with a seven-month pregnant woman at the time, and that would have been fucking hell. Uh, it would have been worth it, uh, both for my career and financially. But I had these damn good ideas. I almost don't want to tell them because I don't want someone else to yeah, use don't them. Tell them. I'm gonna don't keep them. I'm keeping them to me. So anyway, so I was uh, I was at a brook. I was at my buddy's place for game six, which was awesome because then you know forced game seven, and then game seven I was at uh, Community Chanel, New York, and watched on like an analog TV because it's this hipster bar in Brooklyn that has like three TVs. And I was like, you fucking kidding me? It's fun. Brooklyn's cool. There's some cool right, parts I'll of Brooklyn. There There's some parts of Brooklyn that are very Wicker Park, Logan Square, trip. and then there are parts of Brooklyn that are like, oh shit, but. It's it's expensive, but I mean, all New York's expensive. Yeah. But I still I do like New York. Do you like New York? I've been there because of Liz. Remember Lizzie? Oh uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, and then yeah, I've only been there twice though. What'd you think? I couldn't live there. Yeah, I I don't know Chicago. I, I think Chicago. I I would like to live there, but not for that long a time. See, Chicago's got the perfect blend of being a big city, but also has like a na- neighborhood feels to it. Right. You know, like I can be here. But I have a whole different field in like Bucktown or Gold Coast or. Oh yeah, I mean each neighborhood has its own identity. It's almost like a bunch of little like villages put together, but still has that city feel where it's like, oh, just hop on the bus or. Right. Yeah, there's a bar in every corner, or you know what I mean, like stuff like I think that. I live above a bar. You do. It's kind of sketch. No, though. you do. No, I've been to that bar. It's not sketch. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's not. It's really funny where you live. Uh, I can't name the bar because I don't want people figuring out where you live off yeah, the bar. <laughs> But it's not. It, I could see why you thought it's sketchy. Yeah. Here, here's where it is. Shit. Can I say this? I could say this because John Wayne Gacy apparently would pop by this bar. Really? Yeah. Serial killer John Wayne Gacy. I was heard was at that bar. And another thing cool about this bar. I've been there because there's been some comedy stuff happening. That doesn't narrow it down. That's at every other bar in the city of Chicago. Uh, it says someone went up on the ceiling and wrote gullible on the ceiling. Uh-huh. You know, I used to say to people to fuck with them. Hey, it says gullible on the ceiling. And then when they'd look up, you'd be like, you're a fucking idiot. They actually wrote it. So that when so you say it, say it says gullible, you're like, oh, it oh, actually it. does say it. That's <laughs> okay, fun. Okay, well, no, maybe I'll have to stop it. It's, it's a dive. Don't I get like me wrong. Dive. But it's, a, it's, it's cool. The people are nice. I think they have free hot dogs on Monday. Yeah. No, I don't like hot dogs. So are you... I'm sorry. What was I going to... All right. I want to... Did I touch on the Instagram? Yeah. You killed it on Instagram. Meant to give you kudos there. Um, since being on The Bachelor, was it important to you to be like, all right, well, I got I to gotta keep building this up. Um, yes and no. Because you don't have like an agent or a manager or anything like that. I don't, no. And, and a lot of the girls do. But you do like public appearance stuff, right? Yeah, well, a lot of my stuff though is like charity work. That's great like. though. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I, don't, I don't, and then if they offer me money, I'm like, I'm not taking this. I never take the money if it's for charity. Oh, you're going to do it for free? Yeah. That's no, you should. Yeah. No, that's great. I've done fundraisers where I got paid. Yeah. Because it's a little different. But I've done charity where I haven't gotten anything. I did Anthony Rizzo's charity event. I didn't get paid anything. But he was cool enough to sign some stuff. Yeah, and I got pictures with a bunch of the guys, which meant more. You know, I'm like, yeah, a, I was like a like... child around them. <laughs> it was so weird. With... I would do that charity for free. Yeah, of course. You know what's so weird with professional athletes is that I'm, I realized after I was looking at the pictures and thinking about the next day, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm older than all of them. But when I look at the picture, I don't look at it as me, a 33-year-old, taking a picture with Chris Bryant, a 26-year-old. Right. I'm just looking. I, I don't see. I still see them as being older than me when they're not. I don't know. if It's because they're professional athletes. Yeah, maybe. They're, or they're. You know what I mean? Or, like you could put them on your wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, I still have that little kid in me where I'm like, <laughs> "You're a baseball player. I want to be a baseball player." Like, you know, that's. I don't know. When you were a little kid, what was your little dream? I, I always want to ask women this because every dude I knew was like, not every dude, but a lot of them were like, "I want to be a baseball player. I want to be this." What did you want to be when you were nine? 
I'm putting when you on the spot with nine, that question. I know. Uh, when I was nine, I wanted to be a doctor. Okay. I had my little doctor's kit and everything. But then when I got into high school, I wanted to do like musical theater. We talked about that before the podcast started. I've yeah. heard you sing karaoke. I've heard you sing. I know I'm I said singing karaoke. I'm a singer though. No, I feel like you've got some passion. You got some pipes. Well, so you're going to sing right tried, now. No. One, two, three, go. Amber, <laughs> no. Amber, sing. sing. Oh, no. no I'm kidding. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's a movie called Sing. It's a kid's movie. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Awesome movie. I love kids' movies. Yeah, I know. I've been watching it with my son. It's on Netflix. And I don't know what I've turned into, but I cried at the end of it. It was kind of sad. The, the scene with the gorilla dad breaking out of jail to tell oh, his son that he was proud of him. Anything that's father son now, I get very emotional with. I don't get it. And I also, don't. like, I play, like, the little kids' movies for my dog before work so that she has, like, some sound. But I'm like, you're going to listen. Nice. You're going to watch Pets again. Do you leave the TV on for when you take off for work? Yeah. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. That's Just pretty good. Sound. She doesn't seem to have bad separation anxiety for a dog, does she? I feel like she yes. misses you. She's, but, but, like, when you come home, is anything torn up? Nothing. Okay, so with my dog, we have to block off certain areas. Oh, so I was like lucky with this one. We tried it one time. We're like, all right, maybe we'll keep her in the basement. That'll chill her out because she's not hearing like the sounds of the street or whatever. And then we came home and all the paint by the base of the door was chipped off and there was some blood. She cut her own paw because she was trying oh to like God. dig out of the door. And she's a big dog. It's a boxer lab. She was like 85 pounds. My dog is alpha female to the nth degree. She is a boss ass bitch. She, she pees with one leg up. She does? Yeah, most you know most female dogs pop a squat. That's where the term pop a squat comes from. It's in reference to female dogs. My dog saw boy dogs in the dog park peeing with one leg up, and she would go up after they peed in their spot and <laughs> peed in that spot. And I'm like, damn, I got a tough. And she's not afraid of any dog. I was, um, I remember one time this pit bull came up to um, my wife when we were at the dog park, and I love pit bulls. I used to, my roommate used to have one, so I like yeah. lived with a pit bull for a year. I think they're great dogs. I hate that people have this like stigma with pit bulls being evil. I don't get it either. Well, but people don't realize it's like bad owner does that. Right. Bad owners, like same with bad parents. Right. Like all kids are good. All dogs are good. It depends how shitty the parent is. So this dog then is getting like, you know, my, my wife's petting the dog. Oh, aren't you a cute little doggy and stuff. And then my dog, Holly comes over to first to be like, Oh, Hey, what's up? You're meeting my mom. What's going on? And the dog kind of growled at Holly and Holly was like, Oh, fuck you. And literally like, you know that pro wrestling move the Rock used to do like the rock bottom where it was like putting the dog, <laughs> yeah. you like slam the dog. Like that's what my dog did, like the dog version. And she's a boxer and I always used, boxers get the name because they box basically. They use their paws a lot. Oh. And she literally pinned the dog and was like punching it. Like, had, like you like know a, what they're... Like a kangaroo not, would jump with this. Yeah, kind of like how you know, kangaroos use both hands like that. She like pinned it with both her paws and then was just like... It looked like she was digging, but like in the dog's face. And I had to, of course, like grab her and yank her off. And the dog, this was a this was a pit bull that would scare the shit out of the average American. And this pit bull ran off crying after it dealt with my dog. And I don't I don't get why she's like that. But she's a sweetheart. I tell people she's a sweetheart. You got to get up and get something. I'm gonna get the wine. Go get really the wine. Fast. I'll pause it real quick. Really fast. All right, we're back. Amber, like a lot of guests, we have to pause to get more alcohol on us. So that's Yay. that's how things go. You know what I mean? I mean, you didn't the... drink enough the last four days. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no wonder you have to work out at 7 a.m. You got you to gotta work off the booze. It's it's tough. I actually signed up for a spin class in Arizona to like get myself up to like set an alarm. Hey, you were only there for a couple of days and you did a spin class? Well, I was like, I need to get in shape. That's... <laughs> It's summer in like a month. That shit's hopefully. precious. Yeah, in this town, who knows? I'm still not convinced. I know a few people are like, hey, the weather's been a lot better. 
You spilled red wine on uh-huh. your hand. You only got it in your hand. You're like, you didn't get on the couch the way you did that. Here, just put it right here. I felt like you were going to lean over to put it on your windowsill. Yeah. No need. You put okay. it right here. It won't, not, it won't spill. We're all good. See? All right. We got you set up. So I was talking about my dog being a uh, boss ass bitch, but it was basically the end of the story there. She's just a killer, but she's a sweetheart too. I tell people, I'm like, look, you got to understand. She's just protective of us, but as soon as she gets to know you, she'll be laying at your feet and, and loving you. Those are the you. best dogs. I think Those so too. dogs are the best. Like, well, I feel like- cats. Right? I agree. No cat's ever protected you. No. If someone breaks into your house, that cat's like, oh, cool. All right. Nice. <laughs> and I know people are like, well, cats are more independent and they, they shit and, and kitty litter. You don't have to go for walks. People, you're being lazy if you don't want to go for a walk every now and then. Go I've for a actually walk. actually gotten more active having my dog. Yeah, I was for a while too. I always feel bad for my dog because when we were living in LA, going three or four walks a day, but this winter's so long, and I've got a, like a baby, so I'm like, a, you know, I'm gonna bundle up a, a, an infant and then take my dog for a few block walks. So there's times where it's unfortunate where I'm like, look, you're gonna get one walk and it's gonna be brief. And because, you know, during the day, most days, not all, like maybe three, four days a week, it's just me, the baby, and my dog. Because my wife, you know, she's a nurse, so she's working yeah. long shifts and stuff like that. So I have to deal with that, but I always felt bad for her. I'm like, I'll throw the ball with you around in the house with you a little bit, just get that energy out. So anyway, here's what I wanted to get to, though, because you're, I mentioned you being a big Chicago sports fan. Yes. I know you like, and you don't like the White Sox. No. Which is great. Not at all. Love about you, because <laughs> I'm like that, too. Although, now that the Cubs have won, I don't hate the White Sox. I won't root for them. I could be honest about them. Someone I'll asked go me to my the opinion. games. The yeah, games I want to go, go to a game this year. I'll check. I've been wanting to check one out, because I haven't been, been in a long been? time. No, I've been. Oh, I've been, okay. just not in a long time. I started this tradition in California. I went to all the California ballparks, Angels, Dodgers, Padres, Oakland, and uh, oh, San Francisco. So many. Yeah, five teams they got in that state. And state's they massive. suck at being like, fans. Fans. There yes. you go. Because you and I both they actually suck. like California a lot. I love we're California. We're both lovers of Chicago, but we're, we also like California. Yes. I, I couldn't live there, though. Well, I've only got to You wanted like, to. I remember forever. I know, but it was like San Diego. You wanted to live in San Diego? Like, not LA. San Diego is LA, LA done right. Yeah. It's got, like, the good Mexican food. It's got the beach, way prettier beaches. Yeah. Uh, the people aren't as fake and phony. You know? I, I agree with you. I've been, I've been to San Diego a few times. I loved it. It's beautiful. La Jolla, gorgeous. Like, the whole... The whole situation down there I really like because I think the people are, are, it's like better people down there. Right, yeah. And it's still like a, it's still like a city. So you got, you got the best of both worlds there. So anyway, where were you when the Cubs won the World Series? I was at... Uh, this Rick- is our Kennedy assassination as Chicago sports yeah. fans though. You know, like our parents always remember where they were. You always remember where you were when 9-11 happened. As, as a yep. Chicago fan, you will always remember where you were when the Cubs won the World Series. So let's hear it. Where were you? I had to be at the bar at 1 p.m. I remember. I Which was bar? We if you don't mind saying. No, it's fine. Uh, God, why can't I think of it? Uh, not Fat Poor. It's a Hopsmith bar. Not Fat Poor. What's the... Not Diag. Not Fat Poor. What Hop part Smith. of... What part of... Sh- downtown? It's Rick and Right Wrigley. over here? Hop Leaf? No. Um, no. It's a Big Onions bar. Oh I can't, my God. I'm I can't think of the name of it. I'm so... I, worked I was trying to give them a plug, so fuck them now. <laughs> I worked there, and I shouldn't have known this. Like, I worked at Hopsmith, so I should know their sister bar. Well, anyway, I was at a bar in Wrigley. The country bar? Was it that one? Mm-hmm, next door-ish. Um, I'll figure it out. It's going to pop in my head. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, I had... Something Cantina? I feel like every other bar on Clark is something Cantina these days. No? No, I'll figure it out. S- um, the stretch? Nope. My buddy's a GM there. <laughs> uh... But anyway, yeah, I so had, you had to be work. There at one. No, I didn't work. Oh, cool. I had to be there at one because I had to hold the table. 
and everyone else, I was bartending at the time, so I had off, and I and everyone else had like a nine to five job, and I was like, okay, I'll be there. I forgot that's right because it was on a Wednesday. Yeah, it was a normal. Yeah, a normal. So day. you were just at a bar from one o'clock on. I'm surprised you were still standing by the time they won because it was past, it was almost oh, midnight in Chicago. I woke up with one contact missing. My hair was half curly because of the champagne. Don't really remember. <laughs> I remember them winning. But then after that, can't tell you how I got home. Do you remember with Indians tying the game and feeling like, oh, yeah, I you're was like, die? can we go? Like, get this over with. Yes. It was. Didn't it make it, didn't it, make it sweeter, though? It I've did. told people, I, there are some fans I've met, and I got a couple of White Sox fan friends because when the White Sox won the World Series in 2005, they swept the Astros. And they were like, wouldn't you rather they swept them? To be honest, no. Because to me, sports are about moments. I want the moments, and there's nothing more satisfying than coming back from being behind. We were down three games to one, came all the back, way back and won. We had this big lead. We coughed it up, which really sucked because that game was a microcosm of what it's like to be a Cubs fan. That game, in a 45-minute stretch there toward the end, it, it was every emotion of everything our parents told us and everything else. What's it called? The Irish Oak. The Irish Oak, <laughs> of course. See, I didn't know that was part of a bar group. I yeah. thought they were like an independent bar for That's a while. Hobson I might be thinking of this other bar. bar. There's a bar called Mulligan's there or, or Mullins. There was used to be a Mullins on Clark. I don't know if that's there anymore, though. You know what's really weird, though, is I haven't I know Hagen's been is gone too. over there this year at all. And you live so close. I know. And, well, I just moved over here. That, that's fair. But I know a lot has changed. There's a hotel like, across the street from me. There's a though. hotel. There, I, mean, there, the I didn't even Bell's go to like, the away. ice that's, skating rink. I didn't even do that. Yeah, they, they're really doing a lot to try to make money year-round. You can't blame them. Well, like the Chris you know? Kringle market, though. They did that, too, in the winter. And I was like, um, no, there's only one Chris Kringle market in downtown. Not yeah, in Wrigley. Daily Plaza. Yeah. Right, you got to do that. I used, to live, I used to not live. I used to work across the street from there when I was high school up until the beginning of college. It was a summer job at 33 North Dearborn, Cook County Board of Pension. And <laughs> I was able to look up. Anyone who ever worked for Cook County was able to look up how much money they made. Because really? I had like their pension records. Yeah. I had, I had a buddy who was like, hey, my uncle works there. And I think he's a cheapskate. Find out if he needs to be or if he's just a cheapskate. And I looked it up. I'm like, no, nah, that dude's a cheapskate. He makes six figures. There's no reason for him to be cheap. Like, shit like that. Like, Because oh I, I remember my friends at the time, you know, I'd work that. It was like a nine to five job. And my friends would be like, what do you do all day? I'm like, dude, I attach the new pension files with the old ones. Like, it's all paper still. And this was, well, I guess at the time, people would have still been on paper. Because this was like 2002 to like 2000. Five, I worked this We're job in 2001 2005. so old. You and I are class of 03. Oh, I know. Do you, you don't feel old though, right? No, no, because you're in great shape. I feel I have reasons to feel old in my brain. I don't feel old, I still feel young. Uh, as millennials, because we are, technically are, I was, I was alluding to that earlier. Don't I feel like there's two classifications of millennials now? Yeah, they're the ones sure. in our 30s, us. Yeah, because there's still, like, we still We're do early our... 30s or whatever, you know? Yeah. Early didn't, I think, is 33 early still? I think 33. I'm going to count as early 30s still. I think, like, still. up to, like, 35. Well, 35 is definitely mid-30s. Yeah, but, like, I still think they would be classified as... Millennial? Oh, yeah. yeah. Millennials, anyone born from 1982 to, like, 1999 or 2002? There are some people who are like, these millennials today, and I'm like, who are you talking about? And they'll like point to a 12-year-old. I'm like, that's not a millennial. They don't have a name for their generation yet. I think they're calling them like Generation Z or Y or some bullshit. Who knows? Z or y. There's no difference between any of these generations. Everyone's all the same. Your dog is killing this toy right oh, now. This is what That's a does. lot of con. Just don't swallow it, okay, little one? She doesn't. Good. Good girl. She just pulls it out. But you notice the ones, like I say, me and my friends, your friends, we're all the same age. We're the type of millennials who are like, things are better in the 90s. Oh, the 90s are 
More my jam. Yes, right? And then I think the, all the millennials who are like 24 are like on Molly and doing anal. That's all they're all about, right? <laughs> you notice the rise in butt play? There is a rise. I know because I go to com- I'll, I'll pop by open mics every now and then still to work out some stuff. And I'll, I'll, I'll see all these comics in their mid-20s talking about ass play. And I'm like, when did this become such a big thing? I've never heard that. You never heard that? All right. Well, maybe I'm just hanging out with the scummiest <laughs> of scumbag millennials. But I feel like it's a lot of ecstasy and people doing butt stuff. I- like eating ass has become a new thing. You put that shit on your Tinder if you're down to eat ass or not. You put like an emoji that's like the tongue emoji and then one that looks like a butthole. I don't know what that emoji is. Maybe it's the poop. You put the poop sign. That'd be really gross, actually. I hope you don't do that. I've it's never the tongue looking the, the tongue looking the poop emoji. That's, that tells the world, I'm down to look ass. I'm not into that. I'll be honest right now. Some of you might think, oh, wow, I didn't know Joe Kilgallen was such a prude. I am. Don't touch my ass, okay? Oh, yeah. I don't want any ass stuff happening down there, all right? I actually, it was really funny because when I went to Arizona this past weekend, this little someone touched your ass in no, a weird way. <laughs> nobody touched my ass, but this little kid came up to me and he was like, Hey ladies, like we have bottle service here. If you guys want to come and I look at him, Holy shit, like, how little, like, I'm what like was his age? how old are you? And he's like, I just turned 21. I'm like, Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> Holy shit. Real quick. When you said little kid, I'm imagining like a 12 year old being like, no, you know what I imagine real quick? 21. When you s- that's embarrassing for this fucking kid. No, he's like, so do you still want to come? He didn't get it? Like, No, I was like, it's okay. I'm like 12 years older than you. Wow. And he said, okay, but, when but I was do you 20, still want to come? Well, I wasn't single when I was 21. But like, if. But did you? would you go up to a 33-year-old? I might have. I might have. I might have. I'm, I'm a different breed of person. Though. I said, you do have a lot of confidence, but no, we're good. It doesn't sound like you had a lot of confidence because I felt like you backed away a little bit. No, the fact that he approached no, you I was told confidence. Him, like, All right, I that's said, fair. hey, no, sorry, little kid. I did called he, him a little kid. That, what, he had no response to the little kid accusation? He said, so do you still want to come? All right, I guess I give him a little points for that. Yeah, I gave him points. But you're like, I'm 12 years older than you know. And yeah, he's like, I said, all right. No, I would have been like, age doesn't matter, just a number. I'll make you feel 21 again, darling. I would have been, been busting out the lines. I, to- I forgot that we were in a college town. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Arizona? That was like the one. What were you in? You were in um, Sarasota? No, that's in Florida. We were in you were in Scottsdale. Scottsdale. I, I knew we it was with an S. Scottsdale's a big one. That's a party town. That's cool. Um, but when you said little kid, you know what I first envisioned? Because you were talking about like, you know, when you were talking about flirting stuff and younger people. I thought when you're like, this little kid came up to us. I imagine you by the pool and I thought of Porter from The Sandlot. You know, the chubby redheaded kid with the freckles in the, in the movie The Sandlot. And I thought, like, oh, that's what you mean by a little kid. You mean, like, some nine-year-old that's like, what's up, lady? He's, like, trying to be cool because no, he's no, nine no, and he no, saw no, it in no. a movie. You, you were calling, calling, if I were a 21, if I were, when I was a 21-year-old man, and I Maybe considered myself a man guys, when I was 21, though. if I was 21, when I was 21, I have to keep correcting myself because I'm a dummy, and some woman in her 30s was like, listen, little kid, or not, not even listen because that's more condescending, but if you would have called me a little kid, <laughs> I would have been like, I will fucking rock your world, girl. I would have. I would have came back harder. I would have. I would. It would have been my mission to hooked up with you. That yeah, would have been the, the I think goal. That's the difference between guys I was a single twenty-one year old. Well, like, yeah, because twenty-one-year-old women don't hit on thirty-three-year-old. Like I mean, yeah, some of them do actually. Women, I think. It's, as, as guys get older, they do like younger women. Right. I don't know. I mean, like I, I personally would not. You wouldn't date a twenty-one-year-old. Yeah, of course not. Fuck no. Yeah, but you know what? Smart guys and guys who have their shit together, they're not into young women either. 
You might think like, oh, I know a guy in his 40s, he's always hitting on 22-year-olds, because he's messed up mentally. Someone burned him along the way, and that 22-year-old makes him feel young again or takes him back to a time in his life or before shit went south. Because if you got your, if you got your life together, when I think of a 22-year-old girl right now, mm-hmm. no offense to any 22-year-old women listening, which again, I, I mean, the podcast has only been going on for a month. <laughs> I don't really know our demographics yet. I don't know who's really into this podcast yet. I imagine it's mostly drunk people around our age. Or not drunk, you know, alcoholic scumbags. You, you, you guys are my peeps. I'm not knocking you. I, when I picture a 22-year-old, I think of a fucking idiot. Right. Man or woman. So if I were single, I wouldn't be like, oh, I got, I got to go for that. You might think if you're single and you're a guy in your 30s, ooh, a girl in the early 20s, that might be fun to fool around with for a night. But the idea of like going through like the shit they go through again and, and doing yeah, no. that, that lifestyle. I'm over that. No, and especially a 22-year-old guy. 20-year-old guy is way dumber than a 22-year-old girl. I think of myself at 22, I was a moron. 32-year-old guy is equally. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to argue with Maybe that. Maybe Chicago guys. No, and there's no difference, though. There's no difference. Have you grown to despise Chicago guys? I don't think my person is here in Chicago. Could I argue this? I've you, met a lot of you people in Chicago, but true. not from here. Okay, fair point. So you meet people and they're, they're popping into town, yep. and then they take off. And those are the off. people you're like, oh, that could be the one. Oh, yeah. Do you think there's one special someone for everybody? No. Okay, good. Because I've ta- I've heard people say that, and no, I'm like, that's not true at that's all. In- There's seven billion people on the planet. There are a lot of special someone's for everybody. You know, you could be with thirty different people and end up having the happiest life ever. The weird thing though about this is that like last or when we were in Arizona, there was a lot of Chicago people that I have never met before, and I was like, "Where we are you guys well. from?" And they're like, "Chicago." I'm like, "What? You guys? What?" How did we not know you? How do we not know you? Because they go to the same places that we all do. Oh, okay. I was going to say it's a big city. But yeah, if they're, if they're running in the same circle, you think you'd have crossed paths with them. Right. But you forget, like, you go to a bar of 80 people, there's going to be a good 20, 25 that you don't even make eye contact That's with. Very think true. of that. That's very true. You know? Yeah. Uh, so even though it's a small world, you think of all the missed opportunities you have day to day. That's why I always laugh when someone goes, I believe there's one special someone for everybody. I'm like, really? There's one soulmate? No, and then and they happen to grow up in the same area as you, or they happen to live in the same area as you. How lucky would that be? That's if there's, why I if got there's only out one person, <laughs> yeah, it's because it's stupid. Because there's there's a lot of special someone's for everybody, and that's not knocking. Obviously, I'm very happy, but there's not that's not knocking people who think that that. I mean, it is knocking them, but I'm not saying it's okay. that there's someone better for you. I'm saying that there's a lot of people in, in the world that you could be happy yes. with. Yes, because I've heard there was some TV show. What TV show was it? I think it was How I Met Your Mother which I like that show a lot. There was one season where he's like, my, maybe my, maybe the person meant for me isn't in New York. And it's like, no, th- there's, there's someone in New York for you. There's, there's 9 I mean, million you people s- there. There's so like, many people you just in Chicago met too. Yeah. But I feel like if you're saying... They've been hibernating though. You've been traveling. <laughs> no, I get it. Where, where you're going like with life the last few years, last four or five years probably even, you've been traveling, you've been experiencing new stuff. You like to go out on adventures. That's why I've always liked you know hanging out at our tools after Community You Should Know shows with people like you and Angela and Nikki. I'm like, oh, I always have so much fun hanging out with those girls because they're always like having a good time. Like at Angela's birthday party, I remember turning my head to talk to someone. I turned back. Oh, Amber's on top of the bar dancing, having a good time. What? No? Me? Yeah. <laughs> That was Angel's birthday gift. You dancing on the bar? She said, you need to get up on You would have done that, that on a fucking Tuesday. Don't pretend. You, she said, you need to get up on that bar because that's tradition. Well, that's a good friend of you. That's a very good friend <laughs> to have. I think everybody needs that friend 
that's gonna a couple podcasts ago we talked about conor mcgregor flying from ireland to new york to fight some people have his buddies back I'm like this guy is so crazy he's like someone fucked with you let's get on a plane boys and they went to go to another continent i go what? you also need a friend like amber who's gonna dance on the bar for you you, you need that. every kind of person in your You're crew good friend, i'll do that you gotta, you gotta you never hear about this with conor mcgregor to shoot <laughs> are you in the ufc at all i know you like Mm-mm. no too barbaric i know who that guy is of course though. you know he is yeah, he's, he's a huge star but i know he's a big, big shit talking football Mick. baseball what would mean the most to you so you've seen three stanley cups you've seen six championships as a kid in the 90s with the bulls you saw cubs won the world series what brought about the most like joy what was the most oh my god I mean, I right now it. it's the cubs the right cubs. to me it was always the cubs yes but like if the Bears won. Yeah, you know what? I mean that would kinda we were both one when the Bears won. So we didn't really appreciate that at all. But here's what I realized We weren't even one. They won in eighty five. They actually won January of eighty six was eighty five season. So we were both one. But like February, right? It, yeah, well, January twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. I know because people used to have T shirts with that on there. So I wasn't one. You were not one. <laughs> Because you were born in 85, I forget. I'm born in 84. So I was one, and you were almost one. You were mm-hmm. two months away from being one. Yeah. So I wasn't... I feel yeah. like you were shoving in my face there. <laughs> I wasn't one. You're fucking older than me. Yeah. yeah. You're one of those millennials really doing Molly and butt play, aren't you, Amber? <laughs> All right, fine. You're on that side of the team. I get it now. All right. Well, now that we're about... Oh, shit. We're about 45 minutes in the podcast. Let's, let's, this, is good, uh, this is good tease right here. Let's take the last 15 minutes. Walk me through the process. What? Because, again, The Bachelor is a huge show. Like People go insane for it. You were on which seasons? Who was the guy? So I was with uh, Chris Holes, who's now, I think, going to jail. Oh, he's the dude who got in trouble for some shit, right? He like, killed someone. Good thing you ended up with him, huh? Yeah, right. We wouldn't be on this podcast right now. He might be dead, Amber. Well, no. He, he could have was... killed you. No. Yeah. No, don't say that. I'm joking. No. Drunk no. Oh, was, he, he killed someone drunk driving? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I didn't, that maybe strangled someone. Um, no. <laughs> Even worse. Like, oh, yeah. No, actually. Well, no, I mean, they're both bad. <laughs> they're both. There's, yeah. I think strangled someone's worse. Yeah. Right? Uh, drunk driving, you should know. That's a him. damn good him. question. He knew him. He knew him. He, oh, so they were in the car. No, he knew the person that he hit. So that a family makes it, friend. That makes it seem like it was intentional then. No. How do you accidentally drunk drive into someone you know? Unless you were driving no, out of the driveway drunk. and they were standing in he front was, of the car? He was in a car. So two cars collided. He happened to collide with a car that he knew the other driver of. It was in Iowa, Des Moines. Okay. That's still... How big is that? Yeah. That's, okay. That's still weird. Yeah. Well, so no, that didn't work out. <laughs> this is a good question to ask listeners. Anyone listening, send me a you know, tweet at Amber or myself. Or no, tweet at me. Don't bother, Amber. Uh, what's worse, drunk driving and killing someone, or strangling someone to death? I still think like it's strangling being, someone to death because that's like that's more intentional. Personal. That's personal. That's you did something. Where drunk driving, maybe you're like, oh, I'm buzzed. I can handle it. Still bad. Not endorsing that shit. I know this is a drinking podcast, <laughs> but like, hi, <laughs> hey, we we're here at Kilgallen's Pub. We take your keys before you leave the podcast. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. Who was the other person? Uh, ben Higgins. He's from Indiana. Okay. It's a Midwestern I liked dudes. him. Do you like Ben? I like. Were you ben. feeling something for Ben? I really liked Ben. Okay. Well, before we get into the feelings and all that kind of stuff, because I've what got some opinions. Did. What made you? Did your friend and say? Ben was a, a Cubs fan. 
He's a Cubs fan too? From Indiana. Okay. All right. Well, the from Indiana part isn't selling me. I know a lot of people from Indiana <laughs> are terrible. Um, it's a fine state, whatever. That's not. Any uh, Parts of it are okay. Indianapolis is really, they've improved their downtown. If you're from Gary, though, you're probably a piece of shit. Um, right? Sure. It's scary. So you had to submit. So what, what's the submission? Well, you, you film yourself saying why you should be on The Bachelor, like a five-minute tape or something? You can, but I actually got nominated. So your friends nominated yeah. you? Yeah. So Anyone one- I know? Justine. Justine. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So her and Stephanie, probably not her cousin, Stephanie. Uh, sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, they were my roommates at the time and they, we were watching Juan Pablo season and they nominated me and on, that was like when that was airing. So that's probably like in September ish. And then I got, of a, what year is it? 2013, 2014. Was it? I think it was 2014. Okay. Cause then. I was in LA at the time. Jeez. That's and so I moved crazy. to LA in 2014. So about four years ago you were on it for the first time. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. And then, and then um, they emailed you, they called you. How they called me and you were like, kind of like, Do you April think- 2nd. I thought it was an April fool's joke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're late. <laughs> But yeah, it was. And then they're like, no, we're not fucking with you. We like you. Yeah, they said, hey, is this Amber? Are you still single? And I said, yes, who is this? Who's calling me right now? That's a weird opening to a phone call. Hi, is this Amber? Are you still single? I would have been like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, I would have lied because this person's clearly going to stalk me. That's what I would have thought right away. They didn't identify themselves. They didn't say, hey, we're from the. Eventually. You think they would have let off with, hi, we're calling from ABC Studios or blah, blah, blah. No, I don't remember it. None of that. Okay, wow, right for it. And, and I was like, "Yes," and then they just went on. They're like, "Yeah, we we are we are interested." Did they offer right there? Or did was there more no. more to it? So you have to go through. I had to meet a casting director in Chicago. They were coming in. Um, normally, you could submit a video, but I didn't. I just submitted some, or they did a little bio on me, and then I submitted some photos. And then you have to do like a. Oh, it took forever. Probably like. 40 plus pages of about yourself and you had to like send Damn. that in and then plus. after that I fill three pages about myself yeah and i'm kind of got a big ego so it's it's a lot <laughs> i mean pages? they'll Damn. ask you the questions oh yeah so like, all right so they do lead yeah. you a little bit all right cool that'd be really hard if you were like sitting there going all right well, this is I, I like this i My hate name's this amber. My name's amber what's your middle name elizabeth amber elizabeth james that is very like it's a porn royalty. Star name. Amber, you think it's a porn star name? Amber James is for sure. Is there a porn star named Amber James? There is. She's blonde. I already Googled it. Oh, I was going to say, did you come across <laughs> it accidentally, Amber? No. Mm. I definitely Googled that. Be like, honest right now. What? Because we're having bar, bar talk. Yeah. You've never watched porn a little bit? I have watched porn. All right, cool. I just I didn't want you to be one of those. No, because there's always those women who, who are just like, no, I never watched that. Shut up. No, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure they're out there, but. Anyway, so you Google Amber James porn star. I'm going to Google but her later as well. But that's, that's not me. That's not you. It's blonde. <laughs> You're not blonde. Um, yeah, and after that, you go to... You have a very Halle Berry look if people are wondering what you look like off your voice. guys. Yes. Um, Lisa from Say by the Bell, even. <laughs> what? No, is that an, is that an insult? so weird now. Well, now I'm talking about back, you know, 91, 92. Okay, She's I'll so good that. Then, right? All right. So then you, you finish... You, had to answer 40 pages of questions about yourself. Yeah, you get flown out to LA. You have to see a psychiatrist. You have to talk about yourself. Make sure you're not a nutcase. Damn, I wouldn't um, pass that at all. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows I, would, I could not be on The Bachelorette. Yeah. Not just because like I'm married, but sure if I was single. Daddy issues or anything wrong. Be like, this guy's got a rage problem. Yeah. Whiskey on an empty stomach. He's going to start calling people You have to get your blood things. drawn. 
I was making sure you don't have any diseases. No diseases. Well, yeah, you can't be spreading. <laughs> you can't yeah. be spreading the hip throughout the house. <laughs> you know do that. <laughs> and then, um, then they'll just be like, "We'll let you know." Maybe bath. There was a season of The Bachelor. Where he banged someone. They had herpes, and it was just an outbreak. Well, yeah. That- Bachelor season nineteen. Everyone's got the herp. Oh my god. That'd be awful. Can you imagine that show? Can I tell you this, my friend? Spinoff. Uh, yeah, it just shows them all trying to get over it and counseling because herpes that stays with you. That's not like <laughs> it's not like syphilis where you get a shot of penicillin and you're good to go back yeah, out there and, and, and fuck again. You know, you are in trouble. My a comedian friend of mine, Russ Williamson, who I've been wanting to get on the show, he has a joke about the Bachelor because he's really into the show, and his joke where he talks about how if he was a coach on the Bachelor, here's what he would do: he'd pull, you know. Whoever he was coaching, he'd pull the woman aside and says, do you really want to win this? Do you want to win this shit? Do you really want to win this? I said, you know, he's bumping her up. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, here's what you do. First contact. You say, let's go to the bathroom. You suck his dick. Boom. You just won. What? Like, that's, <laughs> obviously, he's doing it's a stand-up bet. Yes, I got it. But did you ever think, I got to make a bold move here? I, I got to just start kissing that dude's neck. I got to like, I got to be one of those. Or well, were you always girls like. girls always kiss, but like always, the thing yes. about the Did you kiss? On the first time I met him? No. Did you kiss on either season? Did you kiss oh, again? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Cool. I feel like you have to at a certain point. Well, yeah, because if you're going to be with someone, you yeah. got to figure out if they could kiss. Yeah. It's really insane that not they don't have sex. Because uh, imagine, imagine, imagine if some dude, take yourself away from the show. Imagine yourself in real life a year mm-hmm. down the road. A guy proposes to you, and this man, you've never had sex with this man. No, that wouldn't happen. You wouldn't say yes. And, and you wouldn't want to be with a guy who would be like, you'd be like, dude, you're on one knee right now. We've never even had sex. Are you no, crazy? I don't think. I, not that I mean, sex is everything, like but you know what I mean? 25 women. That's why I thought that was the dream of the show. That's why a lot no. of guys started watching the show. They're like, dude, this guy has banged 25 women. What an amazing paradise we're living in here. That's the Bachelor in Paradise where the one guy gets to nail 25 women, not some beach vacation. Yeah. And, and it goes the other way to show I'm not sexist. The Bachelorette could be one woman just like. You know, but the thing a bunch about it is that the producers kind of like let, like they take them away. All right, well, tell us, could, could you give us a little bit of the behind the scenes? So, all right, well, let's go back a little bit. Sorry, I'm bouncing back and forth no. here because it's very interesting. What went through your head when they, you know, you went out to LA, you did the psycho value, you did all that. Then did you give, did you get a phone call or did they tell you in person that you got it? You get a phone call. So what was going, like, what were you like pumping your fist going, yes, I'd love to. What, like, uh, what happened? I called my mom. I said, can I talk to my mom, please? So you just got the phone with him and called your mom? Yeah. I, What'd I your mom like, say? My mom was like, oh, God, Amber. And she's like, I'm going to have so many gray hairs. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be stupid. Totally. And honestly, like, once you're out there and you're, you get casted, I guess, casted, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. They don't even give you any prep. They just throw a battery pack on you, and then you're on your way. And they follow you around, right? They follow you around. Did they do any backstory stuff with you? They did not. Okay, I think you got to go pretty far to get the backstory, right? Well, no, because like, like, you can four. do like a, in, an interview prior. Yeah, because they do those confessional interviews. Yeah. Where it's like they cut to you, and you're like, that bitch is crazy. Like, obviously not you, but I'm saying in general, that's what a lot of them are but like. A lot of the producers are really cool, though. I mean, like... You have a main producer, which is like why you kind of get like comfortable with that one person because there's a bunch of them. But like, say me and you were talking every day. Yeah. I'll start telling you everything. Yeah. Okay. So that, all right. So to be a producer on that show, you have to have people skills and, and, and warm you up a little yeah. bit. That way you feel comfortable going. When you go on, oh, you're so like, tired. oh, like Megan or whoever it is. How much of the emotions you go through? Because what one thing that always gets me about watching the show 
and I go every other Cry season. All the time. Yes, yes. <laughs> we go, I, I do go every other season though because there are some seasons where like the one dude was from like Milwaukee area. I didn't mind that Nick. I think his name was. I was cool with that season. You didn't like Nick? Oh, come on. I didn't say like I wanted to hang out with him, but that season I think I liked. Maybe I was more into the women than him. I thought there was some interesting like that one he woman had from some Montreal, good women and he messed up. Well, I felt bad for the woman from Montreal, but then I didn't feel bad for her. She like taught special ed kids and was this big sweetheart. And when she went back to Montreal with him, her whole class was like we missed you, and they're crying. And I'm like, oh, this woman has like a great heart. Like I'm like I don't. And she even talked about like if I if I go with Nick, I'm gonna have to move to Milwaukee, and I'm ready to make that, He's but I'm leaving Milwaukee, so much behind. Though. Or wherever the hell he was. You He's know? in L.A. He's in L.A., of course. He was on Dancing with the Stars, and he cannot dance. No, tall guys should be better dancers. I'm an amazing dancer. You see me dance, Amber. It's fantastic. I could, I could slide. I can move the hips. <laughs> you can slide. You know, yes. if we were doing this like on video, people <laughs> would be like, wow, she is not buying at all. You've never seen me dance? I'm a pretty good I dancer. I think so. I can do a great Michael Jackson impression. Okay, well, I'll like to see that sometime. I will show you. Okay. I will awkwardly show you just one-on-one, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll bust out some moves. All right. So, like, but, like, when you watch the season, so the seasons you were part of, you're in a different mindset, but since you've been on, don't you look at some of these guys going, this guy's a fucking asshole. Like, who cares with this guy? And then you well, see these women after one week going, I could see myself with him forever. The average American's like, shut up. No, you can't. You just met him. Right. And he's not cool. I can see when the guys are cool. There's been some dudes that were like, all right, yeah, that dude's cool. I get it. The thing is, is that like, picture yourself in a room right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, all right. Okay, I'll, you're in a room. A sec- give me a second here. Let me take one You're more. in a room and in there's room. Um, only one girl. Okay, I'm, I'm the guy. She's decently beautiful. I'm the guy. You're the guy. I'm the guy. But there's I thought you were pitching. I'm so. There's 25 I you other guys. The edge and I was a woman. There's 25 other guys. Right, so I'm a guy in the room. There's 25 other guys. And one girl. And there's only one girl. Oh, oh so that girl's going to look way cooler. She's going to look so. It's hot. like you know, I went to an all guys high school. You know, we, our schools were actually in the same conference, but your school is co-ed. Yeah, I had co-ed. Yeah, we both went to Catholic high schools though. What were you like? Were you a cheerleader? I was a palm dancer. Yeah, more of a dancer. Okay. <laughs> I played. I played sports, but got so injured in every one of them. Wasn't that back good? In my day, but now I think the cheerleaders like step up their game. Maybe because they do more backflips, they throw each other up in the air and stuff like that. So, all right. So in high in school, real quick, when I was in high school, this a lot of guys could relate to this. I'm sure yeah. women probably have this too. You have that teacher that's like not you think is hot, but really they're only hot because of the circumstances, right? Because there are no other decent looking teachers. So the one that's kind of cute, you automatically make a 10, even though they're really like a six. Correct. So that's the same situation. Yes. All right, cool. You're in a room. All right. Yeah. And then everyone's trying to fight. Okay. I don't know about you, but like when another girl finds another guy attractive, I'm like, wait, why do you, why does she think that guy's attractive? And then I try to find sometimes. So you look for the same thing that that girl's looking for. Yeah. Like, for. okay, why is that girl flirting with that guy? Okay. You know? Yeah. So it's like a natural. This goes back to like cave woman, cave men shit. Yeah. It's really weird. It is because it's like, all right, there's only so many sperm and there's a lot of eggs here. And to keep civilization going, I got to get that sperm for this egg. It's really. It, a, it is. It's kind of like human instinct shit. It goes back to like primal stuff. I actually do this on Bumble sometimes, like swiping. Like sometimes guys post pictures with a girl. And it's like, okay, wait, That sometimes they post like their ex-girlfriend for some dumb reason. But they post that, and then I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, this girl found him attractive in some way. Holy shit. This and was then, a Seinfeld episode, And I look, I and I'm like, 
I guess maybe. So if you see a guy, if you saw, hair. if you saw dark hair, like that's a fucking thing. <laughs> like that's like ninety percent of or people. Something. I feel like I don't know. Uh, no, I got you. He has but a nice smile. You so you're looking for some. All right, so. So you see a picture of a dude and you're probably like, mm, not for me. But then the next picture, it's him with the hottest woman you've ever seen. Yeah. So you're like, maybe he has a good personality. Oh, maybe he's got also, a big dick. You ever think yeah, that too? Yeah. <laughs> he's got something's got to be working. Like with Bumble, also you can't, you don't know. So Bumble, like I've never had, I've never been on a dating thing. app, so I don't yeah, get you're it. But lucky. I. I used to joke with people, here's what I would do for my, my dating app pictures. I'd obviously have some kick-ass pictures. You got to make some cool stuff. You got to have the one, the movie star picture where you're not even smiling. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, throw I the chi- stick the chin out a little bit further. That's a little photo trick right there. Chin up, chin up. Chin up, you know? And I would do one of those. And I'd do like an action shot. Do like a fun little group. Hey, look at me. I, I got friends I and they're friends. cool. Yeah, you know, that type of thing. And, and you get to write a little blurb about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'd write. Here's my big three things. Your bio? I would write, never needs GPS. That's your thing? Uh, that's one thing. I'd go, I think women would find it very attractive, a guy who never, never needs GPS. I don't. I never need it. No matter what city I'm in, I'll know how to get there. I don't need a computer to tell me where to go. That's number one. Okay. Number two, I'd talk about how I, I bought a winter coat in the summer. Because that right there says this guy's about savings. Um, saving money. Okay, no, you guys want to save some money. <laughs> and he's responsible. He's responsible. This guy, or, or, or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I would say, hey, I bought a, a lawnmower in December. Like wherever you live, you buy whatever the hot ticket item is, you buy it in the off season. That sends a message. This guy's about savings and it shows that he's selfless and responsible. That A guy who buys a winter coat in the summer will go down on you, ladies. Okay? <laughs> I want all the women listening to this podcast to know you find someone who knows about Nordstrom Rack's summer annual sale. That's a dude that will go downstairs and, and until you get there, and not just for show. He's not just going for show to warm you up so he could get inside. He's going to make sure you, you get to your happy place. That's a big one. Um, number three, I would talk about how I caught three foul balls at a baseball game. Not in one game. It was in my that's life pretty, I caught three. That's pretty good. Because that says, like, oh, this guy's got That would some... probably turn me on the most. Right? <laughs> More than the savings one? Yeah, but I did. You know, I the funny thing is, funny. I tell guys I've caught three foul balls. Like, like I've met people when we talk about stuff, and they hate me. Dudes hate me whenever I tell dudes. Yeah, because because they're jealous. Dude. It's a jealousy thing. Right. So women claw at each other, but guys are jealous of each other. I think women are jealous too, right? I don't know. Yes. Do you think there's a bit? What do you think the biggest? There's so many stereotypes about the difference between men and women is. I never get as into the bachelorette because it's 25 dudes pawing at one woman, so maybe it's like uncomfortable. And it's a lot of these. A lot of these guys are douchey as hell. You know. Where 25 women going for one guy, it's more entertaining to me because I, I could picture myself as being the one guy instead of being one of the 25 going after. Of course. Although I'd easily do it. I would, I would, I'd be like Jason Bourne. I'd start choking motherfuckers out and be like, he got sick. He must have ate something bad. I don't know why he's on the ground. And then before you know it, she has no choice but to give the rose to me because I'm the only one healthy enough to survive a good meal when she doesn't know <laughs> that behind closed doors, I was, I was popping dudes in the stomach, slipping them some pills. A, no, good, a good you, immune you have system. You give all your pills away. See, uh, well, well, I think a woman would be attracted to a strong immune system. You know, your dog is awesome because she's not she fucking around. If she was on The not. Bachelor, she'd be Corinne. Your dog would be Corinne. <laughs> yes. She'd be fighting that Indian Ow. woman. Motherfucker! Did she break the surface of your skin just then? No, she's a nice dog, guys. Okay. Well, all right, let's go back to how much do the you, you you? By the way, you did a good job explaining why the women get that way. Yeah, hundred percent. Because in my head, I'm like. How much women do is, that. How much of that is outside acting, of The Bachelor as well? Do you think any of them are just like I don't like this guy at all, but I want to go farther because it's more TV time? Yes. Yeah. Don't the producers ever sniff that out, or they don't care as long oh, as it's good yeah, TV? Oh yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. I feel like there's but, some girls that like you can either. I know this for a fact that sometimes they say like 
would you like to be the villain? Really? They set it up. All right. That's some good inside dirt right yeah. there. Sometimes. Did they ever like, ask you that? No. I'm you're not too, a villain. You're too nice. Can you play know. the villain? I don't think I could. Do you ever want to act? Do you want to get into acting at all? Uh, no. I, I think don't be know. Good. I think you'd be a good like sideline reporter. I think you'd be good for like, because you, you know a lot about sports. Yeah, that's actually what I would love to do. Yeah? So that's my dream job now. Okay. Not so much. I um, think you're doing, I think you're, I think you're, nine. I think you're doing a good job building your brand and people are interested in that. Yeah. Like Comcast Sports ideal. local in Chicago. Oh, I just got a match. The end of that. <laughs> oh, are you, are you fucking around with Bumble while you're on the podcast? <laughs> What's the difference between Bumble and Tinder? I don't do Tinder. You don't do Tinder? So you don't know the difference between the two? Which one is the one where it's like, hey, I just want to bang and I don't want I relationship. Tinder, but Tinder, I don't know. I, think I haven't Tinder's been on the, that for like a while. the bang one. I'm on Hinge and um, uh, and then Bumble. By the way, I got a lot of Chicago listeners. It's a podcast people can listen anywhere, but I, I do know some of the numbers are mostly Chicago. You're gonna get people trying to find you. Are you okay with that? I don't know. You just I don't have to I swipe gotta... their way. What yeah, if some what, real quick? What if someone who's listening to this hits you up and said, "I heard you on Killgown's Pub podcast. I thought you were cool as hell. Let's grab a drink." Yeah, that wouldn't be a big not? deal, right? Yeah. Cheers. I think we get to the point where we start thinking like, internet, oh no, I don't want it. But you that's what, what my, Bumble and Tinder is, it's internet. just actually said to me, he wants to hook me up, not hook me up, but like introduce me to one of his friends. And I've always like said in my brain, like I'm probably going to meet someone through someone. Like I think that's the best way to meet someone. Meet someone through someone? Right. Sure. Like, I think I, I've tried right. to set you up through a couple friends. Did you? Yes. I don't remember. My friend John. And my friend Drex, Derek, from Toronto. Is he from Toronto? He was from, yeah, he was from Toronto. And I remember, like remember when I hung Canada out with, right now. remember when I, we hung around with Dave Bowen and played for the Blackhawks? They were like roommates and like best friends. Oh, yeah, I remember, remember him. Like, yeah, it was just for a little bit. But yeah, yeah I, 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 I tried to be a good friend in that regard. Um, so, all right, so the producers do try to set stuff up they do which i think most people watch reality shows get that that's i I know like and everyone compares this to what's that other like fake reality like uh survivor or no no it's Um, like a usa show it's like kind of compares to the bachelorette unreal i I think yeah i don't know i forget the name of it it's called unreal yeah is it called unreal all right cool and everyone's like but the bachelor's goes out first so people should be comparing they're like saying like hey is this how it is oh that's actual tv show Okay. And I'm like, the, there's some things that, yes, it is, but like a lot of it's not. I mean, the episodes I've seen, I'm like, okay, this never happened on The Bachelor. Could I touch on this? Because Unless I, I didn't know about it. I caught your last episode of your second season, the second season that you were on. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk about this. So the first season, you, how far did you go in the first season? Only three episodes. I really didn't really, I wasn't interested in you it. You weren't into them. So that's totally fair. And I like that. It's, it's uh, People should respect that. How quickly did they, when did they called you again saying, hey, we want the next episode? Was it, well, did, I went did, on did Bachelor you, in Paradise. Okay, cool. So you got invited on that. Yeah. And, and then, then after that, did they like, oh, we want you for another season? Uh, yeah, they called me. And you were up for all because why wouldn't you be up for it? I look at this and I go, you go on crazy vacations? Well, I was actually, horseback riding? Like, holy shit. Yeah, but I was actually seeing a guy at the time. Oh. And he was actually with me when I got the phone call. And I went up and I said. Did you dump his ass immediately? Or, no, I or, asked him. I was asking him, like, hey, like... The- this is for season two, the second season, or yeah, for Bachelor for Paradise? And I said, hey, they just called me to, like, go on the show, and he didn't stop me. So I was like, all right. So that was the end of your relationship with that guy? That was the end of the relationship. 
Yeah, because that's a sign. Because if, if I know if I was dating a girl and I was into her and she's like, hey, they want me to go on this, I'd be like, well, no. Yeah, like I really like you. And I'm yeah. Like, if I don't, you would have said even that. You would have been like, I would have been it. like, okay, like this is not for me right now. All right, cool. So Nope, he didn't say it. I, I did catch the end of your second season. And that was, what's his face? Ben, ben Higgins. Ben Higgins. Yeah. And you, you cried. I did you cry. You cried on TV. And there was like a part of me. What that was, was that crying. like? Were you legitly like shit? I thought maybe something could have happened with me and Ben. Was there like, was that real or was, well, just take me through. I don't need to. It was when lead from you. like one, he gave me like the group rose and to, to the next rose ceremony, I was like gone. And I know it was all because of this one girl. And that's why I'm like, okay, this is like. Almost like do you, I want, felt, do you want to say this chick's name? Let's let's bury her. Let's. Who is this horrible person? She blocked person? me. So who gives a oh, fuck? fuck her, her name is Jubilee. <laughs> Jubilee was she an X Men character? Uh, Shooting fireworks she there, Jubes. Come on, me from life. All right, well, she's a loser. And yeah, I'm pretty so, sure she didn't get the final rose, no, right? She did not. She's probably doing meth in some small town in Missouri right now. Oh God, I'm only saying Missouri because I was in Missouri recently, and someone told me that Springfield, Missouri, is like the meth capital. Is it? That's what someone said. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I go don't to want, Missouri that often. No. St. Louis is a better town than people give it credit for. I actually had a good time in St. Louis. I think I got some listeners from St. Louis. If you're listening, I like St. Louis. I'll start to go to bat for you because some people... My brother lives there. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 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 I think it's... A, I thought it, I had a good time I in St. Louis. I had a boring... The most boring time? time ever when I went to visit Really? Him. Well, I think the people are nice. I mean, some, sometimes you can't... Yeah, um, people are nice. But yeah, just bored. You're just bored. I was When'd like, you what go? do we do? You eat barbecue and you... Um, he didn't... I think Drink he didn't Budweiser. take me around. Right? That's all I need. Okay. Well, your brother was a bad house then. <laughs> yeah. So how much of it is, how much of, explain the tears. What made you, what got you, did the, did the producers lead you down a path where it made you just kind of like break down and made you cry? No. Or were, were those tears, I mean, I'm not saying they were fake tears, of course, but I'm saying, what, so, like what, yeah, t- t- take along me to your Along the lines of you being the only guy trying to fight or 25 guys trying to fight with that one girl you also can't talk to anyone like you make friends with these girls yes but how good of friends could they possibly be at some point yeah because the these are people you just met in your computer right so thing. like you can't call your mom you can't call your best friend you can't you know like your best friend is the so producer you had no contact with people in the yeah. outside world the only thing and I how long were you gone for about a month and a half. So a month and a half where you didn't get to talk to, you know, Angela and, and Nikki and people we've met mentioned earlier. Couldn't talk to my mom. Could talk to your mom for a month and a half? Could yeah. text? No, we that's don't like have going to phones. That's like going away to a really bad camp if you're not into it. Yeah. And the only Wouldn't thing... Wouldn't it be... I'm sorry. Like, it's just like suck because you don't have any other support. You have yeah. to like kind of support yourself. Oh, that's breaking my heart a little bit. These poor women. Well, then also you're like... And they take your pills away like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have crazy pills. freaking drugs to deal with it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but what about I mean, Pac? Did anyone smoke weed on there? <laughs> Kill, weed's legal in California, and they film it in California. When we go to hotels, to... they cover the TVs. Do they cover why? What do you mean they cover the TV? Oh, so you guys have no idea what's going on in the world. We don't know what's going on in the world. So, like, if oh my god! <laughs> so heaven forbid. What if a huge like what if another nine eleven happened while you guys were filming the Bachelor? I mean, they, I mean, would they, they tell would, you that? They would have probably showed us that. All right, but like but any like, like regular thing. They're not going to like... Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. Wow. So we wouldn't have known that. That's crazy to me. I remember when... Do you remember when um, Justin Bieber like like Peed in a bucket? The, no, he like oh, flashed he peed the in camera, a bucket like got out of the hot tub. Oh, yeah. And we they showed us that video and we're like, what? I, don't, I never saw that video. There's a dick. 
I never saw the video. Oh, well, they showed us that. Oh, really? So you saw Justin Bieber's dick, but they wouldn't let you know <laughs> yeah. what was going on like yes. in foreign relations. Correct. Cool. You're correct. Does Justin Bieber have a really thin dick? He looks like he have a thin dick. I mean, it was pretty good. Was it pretty good? But at the time... Because he's such a skinny guy, you wouldn't expect any yeah, girth out of him. Yeah, but at the time, him. we hadn't seen one in about a month. Oh, so any dick at that point yeah, probably would have looked good. okay. That's good. No, I, I actually am not a Justin Bieber hater. I think he's a very talented like dude. I'm hoping that as he gets older, he'll actually start to take on like more of a singer-songwriter thing. Because he's always been like this pop guy where he's dancing around. But he actually could play some instruments yeah. and has a solid voice. It's like, dude... Get out of that Maybe poppy he'll be shit, like man. Justin Timberlake-ish, but yeah, not but as good. Not as good. No way. Just Justin Timberlake's the, the shit. Love that guy. Uh, the guy could sing. Look, Justin Timberlake has the most points in the cool category ever. He could sing. He could dance. He could act. He's hilarious on SNL, so he could be funny. Um, he has he brought, a great wife. He's got a hot wife. He brought sexy back. He took Britney Spears' V card. I mean, how many things does one person need? He's the Cy he Young of dad. cool dudes. Yeah, he seems like a good dad. He seems like a good friend to people, too. So, yeah, I'm a big Justin uh, Timberlake fan. I don't think Bieber's on that level, even though he's Canadian. Those, those dudes are cool. So, all right, no contact in the outside world. So I could see that they set you up to get broken down emotionally. Yeah. Damn. I don't know if I can handle that. But why that. do yeah. we keep doing it? <laughs> Yeah, what I don't know. What brings you back? I don't know. I don't, it's an adventure. It's fun. I, cool. I get it because you you go on exotic places. You never know. Hey, maybe we'll have a great story. Maybe I will find them. I I get the I mystery mean, I've of seen it. it. I mean, I, I know it's been like not that good, but like it can happen. For sure, there's been a few people who are still together and have yeah. children and and a great life. Yeah, I get all that. I get all that. And and like you were saying before, though, you, when they asked you for season two. You were dating a guy at the time, so you even said, hey, this is what they're asking me. So you would have easily said no. Yeah. So it's not like you were chasing, you weren't chasing the the stardom. I was waiting, but you know, the funny thing is is I ran into that same guy and I told him that story and he was like, I was actually wanting you to say no because you wanted to be with me. And I'm like, what? Mm. But the same, he's like, yeah, I think we just had a miscommunication. It does sound like a miscommunication. But to me, I don't know. Don't maybe, I'm, go, maybe said, I'm going by old standards. Do you want me to go on it? And he didn't say anything. No, he see, said you should do it. Did he think that you could do both? Was he confused? No, I don't know. Well, you're over this guy, right? I'm over this. So guy. I could I could dog shit him a little bit here. It seems like, dude, like. I don't know. It seems like he pussied out a little bit there. Yeah. Where probably. I don't know. I think he wasn't ready. And I think I can you tell need that he you need to do is not so you got you need someone's gonna stand up and be like hell no I'm yeah, not I'm not into that mean. at all. All right. I'm trying to think. Great. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, go to the restroom. Yeah. No, for sure. Okay, okay, like I was gonna wrap it up right. Oh on this yeah, part. yeah. If you got your pee though, should I pause it? Wrap it up. No, we're gonna wrap it up because this has been a fun podcast and I think you really showed me like holy shit this is pretty crazy this is why a lot of the women break down and kind of stuff like that. If there's any last thing. Was there anything you regret about doing it? Is there anything you'd do all over again? Um, I think I would try if... I don't regret anything. Good. You shouldn't. Uh, I think I was pretty true to myself. Um, I was a little shy, but whatever. That well, yeah, happens. it's a different circumstances. Yeah. Um, but what was the other question? Um, well, anything you could do different, like do all over again? Would you... Oh, I think I would be like... Punch I think someone I would, or... No. no, I would I'm never punch I always, I always go to violence. I don't know why. No, I would. I think I would try to um, try a little harder. Okay, that's cool. Like there are girls that are very aggressive, and it's like whatever. At the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you Is only there- have so many 
an hour. Yeah, you don't, and, and they cut so much. So yeah. much of it, you're like, oh my god, they showed that, but they didn't show this. Yeah. No, I get that. That's the that's the world of television that people don't. The average person doesn't understand. They think, oh, that's how they are. It's like, no, that's how yeah. the that's how you were made out to be. Yeah. So, if there's anything you could tell, you could that you felt you've been misrepresented in the past over. You don't think they ever did. All right, that's good then. But that's just the last thing then. This okay. maybe has nothing to do with anything. This is just something. Okay. If you could tell people, you're, you're, you got an audience right now. I don't so have nervous. a lot of listeners. <laughs> don't be nervous. Why are you nervous? Get out of here. I'm just saying, what, what is, the, is there one thing about Amber James that you would like people to know about you? Uh, one thing? Not one thing, just anything. <laughs> I mean, I've already, told, I already said, you, we know you're charitable. You told that, which is great. You um, rescue dogs. I did. Uh, you're great at holding your bladder because you got to pee right now and you're I holding that in pretty good. Um, I don't know. Uh, Sports fan. You're on Bumble. You're on Tinder. I'm sorry. I'm putting you on the spot with this. I know. I'm I really don't mean nervous. to do this. Why are you nervous? I have like a hundred listeners. It's like maybe. weird to talk it's about new. yourself. See, you know what? I'm going to end it right there. This, this is why. No, this is perfect. I'm going to end it right here. Eight seconds and then you'll be able to go pee. This is why I wanted to start branching away from just comedians because no comedian would say it's hard talking about themselves because <laughs> we are all such full of shit human beings. And I'm glad that you are, you are my first non-comedian I've had on the podcast. Woo! I want to start doing more and more of that. I've got friends who are doing all sorts of different walks of life, different careers and everything like that who I feel are very fun to have drinks with. And Amber, you are a very fun person to have a drink Thank with. You Thank you so me. much for being on the podcast. Can you tell people where they could follow you? What's your Instagram handle? Uh, I think it's Amber... J- You're Amber James Shy, right? Amber J t- Shy 22. <laughs> Amber J Shy. You know what? I will tag Amber in the post. Follow her off of that because we're going to take a picture together if she's done peeing. And and follow her from there. You're on Twitter too? You don't really mess with Twitter as much though, right? I don't. All right. Just follow her on Instagram. She takes amazing Amber pictures. Amber J 22 Shy. Amber J 22 Shy. She's a, a really cool Chicago girl. You guys follow her because she's great. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Amber. Of course. Thank you. That's been Killgallon's Pub, everybody. Don't forget, you can listen to us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, write us a review. Five stars. It goes a long way. I'm Joe Killgallon. Thanks for listening.